This is Danny Davis with the Austin American Statesman, and this is your Longhorn Confidential for Friday, October 30th. On this date in UT history, Alan Lowry returned an interception 31 yards for a touchdown in a 22-18 win at SMU. During his time in Texas, Alan Lowry was an all-conference defensive back and quarterback, and he had an 82-yard punt that is still tied for a school record. And with that play in 1971, Lowry became the first Longhorn to record a pick six in back-to-back games. 49 years later, here's what you need to know. With the start of the women's basketball season less than a month away, Vic Schaefer met with the media this week. Schaefer was hired this offseason after spending the last eight seasons at Mississippi State. On Thursday, Schaefer was asked how the Longhorns were adapting to a new culture. No, progress has been great. And I think our kids learned early on back in, you know, in July when we started doing individual workouts with them that this was going to be something that that was a little different for them. And uh, and so I, I think they've really embraced the change, embraced our, you know, just how we do things. You know, we, I've told you all, we have a saying, it's not what we do, but how we do it. That separates us from the rest of the country. And uh, we really hang our hat on that. And, you know, the, the, the problem with that, y'all, today is kids know everybody at every school across the country. And they'll talk to somebody in February and they'll say, hey, how long are y'all practicing? Oh, man, we went in 45 minutes today, you know, in February. And they'll go, hey, how long did y'all go at Texas? Uh, well, we went two hours and 15 minutes, you know. And so they're, they're constantly comparing. And, and don't worry, they're, I'm sure they're comparing now in October. But... You know, again, it's it's what wins for us, and uh, I deal in it with with in it. I deal with it in recruiting all the time. Hey, you go play there now. Y'all gonna play. Y'all gonna work on some defense now, because you know that that's one of the things coaches real big on. You come here now. We're gonna work on your offense, and we're gonna develop your offensive skills and and all that. Well, it's funny. Those are the teams that we don't lose to, and 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 so you know. That's what you deal with. But I just – I'm really proud of our team right now. I'm proud of, of how they've adjusted. Let me tell you something. There's two kids that got a motor, and that motor's infectious. Charlie Collier, whether we're in an individual workout and there's nobody else in the gym but her and me or her and, her, you know, her and Johnny or Celeste Taylor, but those kids go really hard every day. And when you've got that going on, it spreads to the rest of your team. I'll even praise my freshman, uh, Ashley, from California. Kid goes really hard and to exhaustion. And that's what you want kids to do. You want them to play to exhaustion. And I've really been – she's probably been my biggest surprise because I didn't recruit her. I didn't know a lot about her. And uh, she has really um, surprised me. She plays extremely hard. She's, a, she's Her basketball IQ – is what you would expect from a kid that comes from a coaching family. Mom and dad both are coaches. So, um, you know, those are things that that we see every day. And, again, I think that permeates through your team when you have players like that. Be sure to check out hook'em.com for my story on the uncertain status of Texas basketball player and Penn State transfer Lauren Ebo. What else is on the website today? Brian Davis wrote about the push to get members of the Texas football team to vote this year. Mike Craven is all over the fallout from Quinn Ewer's decommitment. And on the On Second Thought podcast, Kirk and Seth preview the Texas-Oklahoma State game. Well, here we are on Thursday, big guy. Uh, 
Oh, gosh. I, you, I know you hate doing it, but the people yeah, want to know what we think. They well, want to know what we think. Who wins this game and why? Now, you know, I, I've tried to talk myself into taking Texas because, you know, they have their moments. I just don't see a 60-minute consistent game out of Texas because we haven't seen it, you know, since the Alamo Bowl. And uh, and to me, clearly, Oklahoma State's the better team. They're the more confident team. They have more momentum. They're at home. You know, it, it is interesting that the line is so small mm-hmm. with the three points. That surprised uh, me, Doug. That surprised me. Favoring the Cowboys. So, unless I change my mind in the next day or so, I'm, I'm going with the Cowboys and just thinking they're the superior team playing at home with more momentum. Give me a score, big we guy. Got, Good running. What's the score? I think it's, uh, you know, they've got a very good defense in Stillwater. Texas looked better against the average Baylor team, missing two line starters. So, you know, I think it's, it looks like a, you know, kind of a 35-31 kind of game for Oklahoma State. We got I, I think uh, I usually go with, with the more experienced quarterback, but, boy, it's just so much on Sam to carry this thing. And and um, still still pass rush is still not where they need it to be. And this is this is the kind of game where you would you were a good edge rusher would, would be great, but we don't know what Joseph Osai's availability is going to be uh, with, that, um, with that shoulder injury. So – I, I just think the I think that uh, Oklahoma State's more experienced. Uh, you had a great great column on hookem.com about all the juniors and seniors, and they're too deep. Uh, they're at home now. The Oklahoma State history says soon as you expect them to to, to be that team, they give one away. Mm-hmm. But I don't think yeah. this is that one. I don't think this is that one. I think they hold serve. I think they beat Texas. 34-27. Uh, I think Texas hangs around for a while, uh, but just isn't able to get over the hump. In other Texas news, the Longhorns will send their cross-country teams to Lawrence on Friday for the Big 12's championship meet. Texas has never had its men or women win a Big 12 title in cross-country. On UT's home schedule this week are a soccer match against Baylor on Friday and two inter-squad softball scrimmages that will be televised on the Longhorn Network on Sunday. On Thursday, the Texas men were also picked to finish fourth in the preseason poll for the Big 12's men's basketball season. And finally, Texas lost a commitment on Thursday from 2022 receiver Faison Wilson. Wilson's decommitment comes a day after Quinn Ewers backed away from his pledge to Texas. Port Arthur Memorial cornerback Jalen Gilbo is the only remaining recruit in UT's class of 2022. Time for trivia. What is the UT football team's record on Halloween? On Wednesday, we asked who was responsible for two of the four 100-yard kickoff returns in UT's history. Fozzie Whitaker recorded those touchdowns during back-to-back games in 2011. This has been the Longhorn Confidential for Friday, October 30th. Check out hook'em.com as we get you ready for the Texas-Oklahoma State game and then break down what happened between the Longhorns and the Cowboys. Enjoy your weekend. We will see you again on Monday.